G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Well, thanks for joining me today in our final day or minutes, I guess it is, on talking about recognizing the voice of God. And I hope you've found it helpful and useful. And I really hope and pray that you've actually heard God's voice throughout the course of this day. Once you get onto that treadmill, if you want to call it that, of hearing God's voice, it's a really exciting journey. And you get to discern His voice more and more. You get to hear it more and more often. And it makes Christianity really fun and really, really exciting. And of course, you walk more in the favor and blessing of God as well because you're doing what He's asking you to do. So we started looking specifically at different ways God speaks. One is He can speak through other people. And through other Christians, it takes a bit of humility for that. But then you feel the peace, Colossians 3.15, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you were called in one body and be thankful. So God's peace is often a good indicator. But let me give you that warning again. Sometimes you'll feel a false peace because you've just made the decision you want to make to get the thing that you actually want to get. That can just a little bit of a tricky one to watch out. I've heard people say they're heading in a direction of compromise and sin. They say, I know it's okay. I feel peaceful about it. Well, it's, yeah, that's not going to work. All right. The third way is when you're praying, you just feel what we call a quickening. Something stirs within your spirit. And uh, one of the most exciting things I think about prayer is that it's a time you can hear God's voice because what is prayer? Prayer is talking to God, connecting with God. You talk to him and hopefully he talks to you. So even in, a, even in a time of prayer, this is what happens, I find. You're praying, and I even like for me this morning, I was praying and praying, and it's like there was, there was nobody home. <laughs> I wasn't home. I'm sure God was home, but I wasn't home. There was nothing happening. And I prayed, and I thought, God, where are you? I, God, there's nothing going on here. But as I persisted in it, after a period of time, the presence of God came, and you know, then you start to hear some aspects of what God is wanting to say or directions he's wanting you to, to pray in. Or you may be praying and then, you know, you suddenly something starts to really stir within your heart. Well, that's, that's again the voice of God uh, speaking to you. So in times of prayer, can I just encourage you? Wait for times or be aware of times where suddenly the gear shifts. That's the Holy Spirit getting your attention. And then you want to try and stay with that for a little while. You know, you might be pray- praying for a family member you might or a friend. You get... You start praying for one person, and it's like, oh, oh, there's a jump here. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Pray for that person a little bit more. Stay with it. But it could be on any topic. Um, but as you, again, prayer really only gets exciting when you feel a sense of God and a sense of direction, and you're praying. Otherwise, it's like, tick the box. I did my 10 minutes. I did my half an hour. You know, I prayed through my list, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's far more exciting when you feel God start to speak to you something through prayer times. That's what I really love uh, when I'm praying. So um, uh, another, another thing is in a time of crisis, you turn to the Bible and there's a verse right there. And uh, 
It may come quickly or it may take a while. But often when you turn to the word of God in crisis, he will draw you to a appropriate verse that actually speaks into your situation. But like I talked about, about doing this whole program, God gave me that verse about working hard, but by the grace of God. Um, I remember a number of years ago, or decade or so ago, I had a, several pastors moved on in a very short period of time. And I was quite concerned. I thought, oh, my goodness, this is hard enough to find one new pastor, let alone three in the one hit. And, um, but I opened my Bible, and almost immediately there was a verse there. And I can't say it jumped out, but I thought this is so in line with my issue that I thought I'm going to grab this. And the verse was Jeremiah 17, verse 5 and 7, Cursed is the man who trusts in man. <laughs> so I was trusting in these people that were working with me and makes flesh his strength. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. So I just trusted God that he had the situation under control. Sure enough, he sorted it out. That verse in Jeremiah 17, 5 and 7 has helped me again and again and again. Okay, a fifth way you may recognize God, God speaking to you is a repeated verse or a repeated word. So a verse of scripture comes up, you know, you read it, then your friend mentions it, then it's in the preaching, you know, it just comes over and over again. That's again, that's the voice of God. It may not come with a jump, but it's still God's voice. I know a, a man that was about to make a decision. And uh, he was, he's going to go ahead in a certain direction and he's driving to somewhere and he comes to a stop sign and the stop sign just, well, he thinks, wow, that's a, almost impressed by the stop sign. He goes further along and there's another stop sign. He sees three stop signs in a row and, he, a row, and each time the stop sign seems to be a bit bigger than normal. He knew God was saying, don't go down that direction. That was his uh, voice from God for him. One last area is music. It's a common way in which God speaks to me and I think to many people. Uh, music and the voice of God are linked. 2 Kings 3, 15 and 16, Elisha says, Now bring me a musician. When it happened that the musician played, hand of the Lord came upon him and he said, Thus says the Lord, make the valley full of ditches. So God, played, God spoke to Elisha once the music started to play. And I found over and over again with music, it somehow can bring God's presence and somehow helps you to hear the voice of God. Can I encourage you when you're praying? Have music playing often. Even during the day, it can bring a presence and it can bring the voice of God. As I wrap this up, God's given every one of us a huge capacity to hear his voice and to develop that ability to hear him and then to follow his guidance and the things that he says to us. It takes us out of a boring religion to something that is very, very exciting. John 10, 27. My sheep, that's you, hear my voice. It's my prayer that you will learn to hear his voice more and more and more and step into a relationship and walk with God that is just so exciting and also results in a lot of the favor and the blessing of God. Please join with me again next Monday. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au